What's going on, everybody? I'm Kyle Webb. And I'm his brother, Nathan Webb. And you are listening to our podcast, Two Brothers and a Review. Here on Two Brothers and a Review, each week, Saturday at noon, we review a different movie depending on the theme of that month. So make sure you're checking us out each week on all the platforms we're on and see what we're reviewing. Yeah, that's right. It's, uh, you know, you can get on Instagram and follow us, Two Bros in a Review. Uh, we're just constantly posting content and letting you know what we're reviewing. Follow us, like, comment, message, do what you got to do. Just let us know you're there. Absolutely. We're on road to 100 still, so please make sure you're following us. Like we've already said, it's the best place to communicate with us. And also, every week, you'll see the different cover art edits and whatever else we put up. It's pretty funny most of the time. Also, every week, listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. There's so many more. If there's a specific platform that you want us on, just reach out to us at that Instagram, Two Bros in a Review, and let us know. We will do everything we can to get us on that platform for you. Speaking of platforms, uh, if you got that Apple device, please go on there. The purple icon, it's the Apple Podcasts, iTunes Podcast uh, emblem. Go in there, search Two Brothers in a Review. It's a picture of Nathan and I when we were younger and much handsomer. No, we're still handsome. What am I saying? But yeah, we were younger. I had a weird hoodie on. Uh, that's us. Follow us. Leave a comment. Give us five stars. You know, it just it helps us keep doing what we're doing. You know. Absolutely. Tell us how you really feel. Yeah. Just just write that review. That's what we need. Five stars in that review. Yeah. Let us know you're there. <laughs> All right. This is the. Uh first week of Matthew McConaughey here on Two Brothers in a Review. Last month it was Kyle's birthday month so he picked every movie of the month which was awesome because he picked some really good ones but that gave me the idea for me to pick this month and I chose Matthew McConaughey movies. So (laughs) if you listened to our last episode you know today we will be reviewing Dazed and Confused. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Before we get to the review, I'll go ahead and uh, do the This Week in Movie News segment, unless you got something else you want to say first. Okay. Looks like you started to say something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, This Week in Movie News, top five earning movies at the box office this week. Any guesses? Mortal Kombat. Ding, 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 ding. Taking over the number one spot in its first week is Warner Bros. Mortal Kombat, which brought in $23.3 million, which is, I think, a pretty big deal seeing how it was also on HBO, which is how we watched it, but mm-hmm. <laughs> still brought $23.3 in. Um, Fun Emations, I guess, F-U-N Emations, Demon Slayer the Movie, comes in at number two in its first week as well, bringing in $22.7 million. Hmm. From what I understand, that's like a, a Japanese anime type thing, I believe. Yeah. Still looked pretty interesting, what I read about it. Um, falling two spots. Um, it's in the... Oh, sorry. Falling two spots in its fourth week, Warner Bros. Godzilla vs. Kong brought in another 4.2 million to add to their 86.6 million gross. Mm. Also dropping two spots from last week's number two to this week's fourth highest growing movie at the box office in its fifth fifth week, 
Universal's Nobody brought in 1.7 million. It's a big drop from the top three. From yeah. <laughs> yeah, but still number four. And then dropping one spot, coming in at number five, is Walt Disney's Raya and the Last Dragon, adding another 1.7 million in its eighth week to their 39.9 million gross. So there you go. The top five, Godzilla went down, or sorry, Godzilla vs. Kong dropped two. And uh, new releases, Mortal Kombat and uh, Dragon Slayer the Movie took one and two. So I thought that was a pretty interesting week, but I kind of expected Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Which, if you don't know, you should. But if you don't, we did review Mortal Kombat right after it released fresh fucking review we hopped right on and we reviewed that badass movie which before we get into this review that's another thing we forgot to give it a rating we were so excited about the movie and we talked about it a bunch but then we completely forgot to give it the brother's best breast rating so we will have to do that um however i have a few more things of this week's movie news so we'll, we'll do that here in a minute um on Tuesday, April 27th, the Marvel Cinematic Universe dropped the trailer for its newest action movie, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, I'm personally not familiar with the character, but the trailer has me super hyped for the movie. I love like Marvel, really all comic movies. Um, so this will definitely be another one I'm, I'm going to see. How about you? Is there any interest? I haven't seen the trailer for it, so I'll have to check it out. Okay, yeah. Definitely check it out. It's uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Hmm. Also, I'm a little late to the party. You probably already know about this one, but uh, not really sure how I missed it. Apparently on June 25th, the latest edition of The Fast and the Furious will drop. I watched the trailer and they uh, it looks like they basically have replaced Dwayne The Rock Johnson with John Cena. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a fan. I'm I'm a big fan of the franchise, so I'll be watching. But I'm very curious to see how how Cena does in this movie. I can't remember. Are you a fast hater or a fast fan? I like the first one, but I mean, it it went. I mean, I like the first couple because like now it's gone from from like talking about cars and racing and stuff to police investigations and like just it's gotten off topic and it's just you know. they're trying to keep it fresh but okay well do you think you're going to check this one out or is it just going to be if you see it you see it well probably not <laughs> oh you're probably you're just going to avoid it altogether okay <laughs> yeah, I mean, they took out the rock i'm not definitely not going to see it uh, all right but well, like i said I'm, I'm intrigued to see how how seen it does you so, won't see him. you won't see him <laughs> This motherfucker said you won't see him. Oh, my. <laughs> okay, lastly, on this day in movie history, this day being May 1st, since that's uh, when this podcast will, will go live, in 1941, Citizen Kane, directed by Orson Welles, starring himself, Joseph Cotton, and uh, Dorothy Korngor, I think I'm saying her name right, premiered at the Palace Theater in New York City. So... May 1st, 1941, Citizen Kane. Nice. That's all I've got for this week's movie news. Let's well, get into it. 
Well, like I said, let's go ahead and let's let's uh, drop that Mortal Kombat rating. Do you, do you uh, recall the movie well enough? Have you watched it again by chance? I have not, but I I want I've been wanting to. I just yeah. been kind of busy. <laughs> I understand. Well, let let's let's drop the rating then. We'll, we'll a little late, but we'll we'll get it in here. Mortal Kombat. Five and a half. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> are you giving it a five and a half really oh yeah i'm gonna I'm, i'll give it a five i'll keep it inside okay. of the scale i'll say we're going to try to break the richter scale already you're giving it a five okay before i give mine you want to give a little reasoning for why you're giving it a five why, why is this a five a perfect well, movie so to speak it is a perfect it is a perfect movie in my opinion okay elaborate please <laughs> just think of it as you know there's a trilogy oh. so this movie sets you up for so much and they go into the backstory of of so many characters to where it's like i don't know the the action's great uh after watching the movie i did uh kind of watch some of the bonus features that they have for hbo uh max whatever and the character for sub-zero he was so quick that they actually had to tell him to slow down so when they were filming it, it's just like the crazy oh, yeah. shit. Like, and then finding out that they signed him for four more movies, like four more. So yeah. this one plus four more. Mm -hmm. So we're we're no longer just talking trilogy. We're talking well, five fucking movies. From what I heard, it could be two more movies and then spinoffs. So like, oh, okay. like go further into the backstory of Sub Zero and stuff like oh, that. Sweet, I'm fine with that. I'm absolutely mm -hmm. fine with that. Okay. All I would right. like I would like to see them go into a backstory of Scorpion and like see what he was doing in the Nether Never Realm the entire time, you know, like how he obtained his power, his gift and whatnot. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Um I lost my train of thought there for a second. I'm sorry. Um Okay, well, you let's 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 put it this way. You upsold me a little bit because I was coming in a little bit lower than what I'm about to give it. <laughs> this is going to surprise you, okay? But I have my reasonings as well. Phenomenal movie, loved it. Like you know that from the review, and you know that it's got a soft, a, a, a nice place in my heart. Not a soft spot, but a because I grew up in Mortal Kombat. That's my shit. I love it. But it had its, its small minor things that I wouldn't say plagued the movie, but that bothered me enough that I can't give it a full five. Okay. I was going to say a four, still an excellent rating. But based off of what you just said, just your enthusiasm and the fact that you were going to give it a five and a half, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to knock it up an, a half point. So I'm going to give it a four and a half. So that gives that gives the movie damn near a ten. It's right there with some other greats. So a nine and a half, brother's best breast rating. And also, let's be honest, there there were the opportunity. It's not like the hurricane where it, there was no breasts involved. This one had an opportunity to have some breasts, mm -hmm. and they weren't they weren't really there. They were, they were yeah, <laughs> yeah, they weren't, but. 
But this, this is the kind of movie that, that I wasn't expecting to see nudity. I was expecting to see gore and death. Why not? Because of, like I just Mortal Kombat. Like I know. Think about Mortal Kombat. Think about Katana. Think about Jade, Melina. Even Sonya Blade had fucking big old titties in the first one and her stomach showing and everything. Yeah. So there is definitely potential. Plus, it's gory as fuck. Why not just take it a little bit a little bit further? But it's all right. A nine and a half is what we're going with. Mortal Kombat. Excellent movie. If you haven't seen it, go watch it and then listen to our review. And then listen to our review. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that is all for this week's movie news and our updated rating of Mortal Kombat. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Dazed and Confused is a 1993 American coming-of-age comedy film written and directed by Richard Linklater. The film features a large ensemble cast of actors who would later become stars. The plot follows different groups of Texas teenagers during the last day of school in 1976. Summary, aka back of the case. It was bongs and bell bottoms, polyester and polka shells, macrame, I think I'm, uh, I butcher words too much, I'm sorry, but macrame and mood rings. We rocked and rolled, we were jaded and innocent, but most of all, we were dazed and confused. With hilarious and touching honesty, this critically acclaimed comedy explores the last day of school in one rowdy night in the lives of a group of high school students in late May 1976. Accompanied by music of Aerosmith, Alice Cooper, Foghat, and more, a superb ensemble cast delivers what Entertainment Weekly calls the most style, sorry, the most slyly funny and dead-on portrait of American teenage life ever made. Nice. It was rated R with a runtime of 102 minutes. Budget and box office, this might surprise you. With a budget of $6.9 million, it was considered a disappointment, grossing only $8 million in the United States. Mm-hmm. A year right. later, they released it in uh, UK or somewhere else, I believe. But the total gross is $8 million. Yeah, it was a flop on release, but it's since become an iconic movie. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed it has. And the movie was filmed in, in and around Austin, Texas. There you go. For all of you uh, movie location marks, it was filmed in and around Austin, Texas. Nice. <laughs> Despite the failure at the box office, which we just kind of said the film has gained critical and commercial success over the years and has since become another cult film we do that a lot we we cover movies that sucked bombed whatever and then became Mm -hmm. cult followings or had cult followings Mm -hmm. in addition to that after its release it received positive reviews from critics it has since been ranked third on entertainment weekly's magazine list of the 50 best high school movies and it is also ranked 10th on the funniest movies of the past 25 years list we're not to opinions yet, but would you put it on the funniest movies of the last 25 years? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. All right. It's it's a in my opinion, it's a good it's an alright movie, but it's not the funniest in like top 25, maybe 28. Okay. Well, they got it on the 10th, but um a few of the other movies released 
and that were in theaters at the same time as Days and Confused, comedies such, uh, sorry, comedies such as Undercover Blues, Once Upon a Time in China 2, and then the non-comedy, there's other ones, but those are the two that I wanted to mention, and then the non-comedies, A Bronx Tale, True Romance, and Baraka. No, not Mortal Kombat's Baraka, <laughs> but I wanted to mention it because uh, that was kind of funny since we just did the MK review. Yeah, but yeah, those all came out at the same month and time as Days and Confused back in '93. Uh, and since it is Matthew McConaughey, here are some Matt facts. Oh yeah, coming in hot. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey's father. This is kind of sad. Matthew McConaughey's father died early in filming. Production was shut down briefly while he uh, helped arrange and attend the funeral. So that, not the best fact, but it is a fact. So uh, another one, the character of Wooderson was based on Matthew McConaughey's older brother. Hmm. Thought that was pretty neat. Uh, the movie is the debut threat, uh, theatrical. I always say theoretical, but it's theatrical. So the movie is the debut theatrical movie for Matthew McConaughey, Willie Wiggins, Marissa Ribisi, Sean Andrews, and the uncredited debut of Renee Zellweger. She's the girl in the blue truck. <laughs> but this is Mr. McConaughey's debut. So another home run, I think, for debuts, right? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Matthew, another Matthew fact. Uh, McConaughey's infamous line, all right, all right, all right was improvised <laughs> he got the idea from record uh the recording of jim morrison saying all right four times in rapid succession <laughs> but the fact that debut movie he improvises a fucking line and it's a pretty iconic line <laughs> hats off mr mcconaughey um and then the scene where wooderson flirts with cynthia played by marissa ribisi was shot on the evening after McConaughey's costume fitting. McConaughey was not supposed to be in the scene at all, but writer, producer, and director Richard Linklater put him in the scene after enthusiastically approving of McConaughey's costume and started reasoning with him if Wooderson would be attracted to someone like Cynthia. So he, just based on his costume, he was put in additional scenes. <laughs> well, I, I read... Uh... I don't know what else you had, but I read that there was somebody that the rest of the cast didn't get along with, so they wrote him off and gave McConaughey more scenes. Oh. So like that scene at the end where they're on the football field with the speech. Yeah. Was part of the eulogy he told at his dad's funeral. Gotcha. <laughs> I thought that was pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, I I did see that there were two that didn't get along, but I didn't see that they was cut out of the um, the movie entirely just some of the scenes were reduced but i won't mention who they were but one of them is the lead actor um <laughs> <laughs> that's all i've got for the matt facts but i do still have a few more facts about the movie uh first two brothers six degrees of separation this might have to be a new segment <laughs> vince vaughn that's right vince vaughn who was in old school <laughs> The last movie we reviewed prior to Mortal Kombat auditioned for the part of Benny, but was turned down after the director decided that he and Ben Affleck resembled each other too closely. Cole Hauser was cast in the role instead. Hmm. But, yep, six degrees of separation. Couldn't have planned that. Uh, 
when Mitch Kramer, played by Willie Wiggins, speaks with Sabrina, played by Kristen Hinojosa, probably said that wrong, but in front of the Emporium, he grabs his nose 13 times. <laughs> I put this fact in there because when I was watching, I was like, why the fuck does he keep, or why did the fuck does this kid keep touching his nose? <laughs> 13 times. I knew I wasn't crazy. <laughs> Another interesting count fact that I found. The word fuck was used 59 times and the word man was said 203 times in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly, circling back to uh, Ben Affleck, he accidentally shattered his ankle with a cricket bat during the shooting, <laughs> and but he did finish the scene. Ooh. So bravo, Mr. Affleck. Oh, when he slammed it down and drove off? Apparently. <laughs> Good old Albanian. <laughs> but that's all I've got for facts. Is there anything else you want to throw out there? That was six degrees of separation when they walk into the Emporium. Uh, the hurricane is playing. Holy shit! I didn't even <laughs> notice that until you just pointed it out. You're right. <laughs> Holy shit. I know that they spent a lot of money on this movie, like a lot, like a, a huge portion of the movie. A sixth of the budget. On the music rights. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> let's just say this, like, this is probably one of my favorite soundtracks on a movie. Okay. Just, it is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. That's in my opinions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the opinions. All right. All right, all right, all right. You just want to start this out with your favorite line just to get into it? Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. All right. You're going to make me go first, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. Okay. <clears throat> well, I've got three, okay? <laughs> I've got two, so. <laughs> you do? Okay. <laughs> and they are all Matthew McConaughey lines. All right. Only one of mine is. Okay. All right. Well, I'll just start off with the classic. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> can't you can't not love that line. Yeah. Now learning that it was ad-libbed is amazing. <laughs> Another classic. Oh, wait, you want to go want to go back and forth or you want me to just read all three of mine? Just read all three years because I don't want me to say one of mine and you'd be like, oh, that was mine too. Okay. So. Oh no, these are I thought long and hard about this. That's why I couldn't pinned down to one i had the three so <laughs> but okay another classic <clears throat> that's what i love about these high school girls man i get older they stay, they stay the it. same age that's one that was my that was one of my <laughs> okay finally pretty much another classic and surprisingly my favorite line if i just have to pick one but i can't but if i had to i guess i'd say this when mitch gets into Wooderson's car for the first time <laughs> Wooderson, say, man, you got a joint, Mitch? No, not not on me, man. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> that's, that's the most iconic line in that movie, I think. Be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> the high school girls one, that was my Matthew McConaughey line. Okay. And then my, my other one was Clint. He said, I came here to, to drink beer and fight. It looks like we're almost all out of beer. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. He's a dick, but that was a good yeah. one. <laughs> it was fucking, that was the best line, like, in my opinion. I was like, damn. 
All right, all right, all right. Well, you yeah. said you had three. Yeah, and then the, uh, the other one was uh, the uh, – it'd be a lot cooler if you did. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had two, but if I had to pick three, then that was that was my okay. other one. Okay. Well, we normally only pick, pick one, but it was hard. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we skipped around a little bit here, obviously, because you, you wanted to start with favorite line, which is fine. Um, let's backtrack just a little bit. You know me, obviously. Hopefully, some of our listeners know me. Uh, I really shouldn't like this movie. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the whole premise is about a group of disobedient, drug-doing bullies, but I love it. Yeah. Uh, when I'm watching this, I'm like, oh, my God, Nathan's going to roast this movie. He don't like potheads. <laughs> or he don't like pot. Like he, You know, and I'm just like, oh, my God. But yeah. it's just, I think this, if the soundtrack wasn't there, it wouldn't be as good. That's that's a fair assessment. Because when they're beating the shit out of Mitch outside the baseball field, like it's just perfect timing with the music. Oh yeah. You know, like I hated Obanion when I first watched this movie. Okay. All right. That that leads me to my my next part of what I was I was starting. So I'm just gonna cut you off real quick. Right. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm a I'm an Affleck fan. I've always I've always liked Affleck. Um I'm not the biggest fan of his character, Obanion, though. All right. Like, I typically like the bad guys, but Affleck was a complete douche in this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. He's, he's playing his role, but I, I just didn't like the role. <laughs> However, with that being said, he does get his just due when they uh, pour the paint all over him. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess it, uh, the payoff was worth it. Yeah. So well, is he your, uh, Go ahead. I was going to say, is he your least favorite character in the movie? Oh, no, no. Um, he should be, but there's another one. I, I was going to mention him. I, I guess I'll just do it now. Well, hold on. Let, let me let me finish this one thought real quick, and then I'll mention my least favorite character. All right. <laughs> Staying on the same page as douches, I felt the same way about uh, Daria. I think Darla, Darla, uh, played by right. Parker Posey. She's hot, but um, she was a, such a cunt. <laughs> I, I guess I just don't like bullies. However, again, little saving grace. Her line: "What are you looking at?" Wipe that face off your head, bitch. I thought that was pretty funny. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. those two characters, fuck them. However, I still do not like Mike Newhouse, played by Adam Goldberg, because he's annoying as fuck. He's the one that got in the fight at the party. He's a, he's a whiny bitch. The oh. you got the blonde, oh, yeah, him. the yeah. blonde guy that tells the story about um, his erotic I, dream of Abraham Lincoln. Yes, the guy he's talking to. Yeah, yeah he, he's a whiny bitch through the whole movie, and that just got on my nerves. So I guess someone had to play that role, but yeah, he's my, my least le- favorite character. My least favorite character is Carl. His yeah. uh, Mitch's, Mitch's friend, the blonde haired kid. That Is never got. Carl? Yeah. Okay. Why do you not like, why do you not like him? Just because, uh, like, when they're at the baseball field, he's like, hey, man, you think you can, uh, you know, they're coming after you. Why don't you uh, let us get away? And you oh, okay. You said Mitch's friend, and I just got done talking about Mike. Okay, Mitch, oh. uh, the, the blonde kid, yes. he ends up going on to play in Seventh Heaven. Yes. You're, okay, yes, that kid. Oh, yeah, I don't like him either. He's he's a punk, but yeah, well, he wasn't it, a major player. It sucked that he didn't get ever get his ass whooped, but I know what the fuck. He's the only one, isn't he? 
Yeah, this is one of those things, like a trope, like where are the parents kind of thing. It is. It is a trope. That's amazing. I'll cover it later. <laughs> it is, it is but, it, but it isn't because Carl's mom comes to the rescue the first time Obanion tries to whoop that ass. <laughs> yep, yep. But that's yep. why Obanion wanted him so bad, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only redeeming quality for Carl. Mm-hmm. Is his mother. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I would like to say that the girls get off a lot easier. The girlfriend, yeah. they just get like food poured on them and drove through a car wash. <laughs> I don't dude, know. Getting going go through a car wash is pretty fucking hardcore too. It could be. I mean, nowadays maybe, but back then it was probably just water and soap. It was still hot water and very high pressure. <laughs> Yeah, they they didn't seem to be bothered. They were standing in it. I know. <laughs> but the fucking the boys like they're literally drilling holes in the paddle to to get more velocity <laughs> to whoop ass like uh, Obanian's F A H Q like fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and the soul pole. <laughs> I forget how many they said, but uh, sixteen or something paddles. They were all custom made by each i think each actor or something there was another bit of trivia one of them said something i can't remember what it is but it's not that big of a deal but yeah that's hardcore yeah Yeah, i thought it was cool i thought it was cool that the one dude like they show you drilling holes into his paddle and like the next time you see him he's like coloring on it and shit it's like okay so you're showing the evolution of this fucking haymaker yeah (laughs) i think it said like uh and this one's out of here or something like that. Like it was like a baseball reference. Gotcha. <laughs> well, you, you've said Mitch a few times. Willie Wiggins. That's, mm-hmm. that's who plays Mitch. He straight up looks like a chick. Mm-hmm. Do you not agree? No, he does. Like if Did I didn't know it was a boy, I would swear that was a chick. He's the only one that didn't uh, pursue acting after this movie. Really? Yeah, he became a video game developer. Very famous one, apparently. <laughs> huh, didn't know that. He's appeared in like two other movies, but they were just kind of like, eh. huh. yeah. Well, minus Willie, the chicks in the the chicks in this movie were pretty nice looking. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no real two brothers body shaming to do, <laughs> nor drool over, but I liked what I saw. I mean, it also it helped that their acting for the most part was pretty good as well, especially yeah. for new actresses like most of them are new actresses so yeah i think the acting was was pretty good i mean especially like they're supposed to play a bunch of potheads yeah you know and they were none of them were actually smoking they the producer gave each actor and actress a mixtape to listen to to get them into character <laughs> really well i don't know i don't know about during filming but i did find and again, I'll leave the names out of it because I don't need to mention their names. But two of the actors prior to their audition said that they smoked a joint and got high to get into character. <laughs> I mean, you might as well. It's a movie about it. Yeah. I do want to say like the fucking Mitch and the other girl, they're coming out of middle school, going into high school. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're just getting hammered and smoking pot like with a bunch of seniors <laughs> yeah i thought it was hilarious like 
I don't know. It was the seventies, so that might have actually been a thing. Then I don't know what we'll to ask our parents. Well, I don't need to do that. I mean, I don't. I mean, not about in the seventies, but it did happen at at my school. I never partake partook, but I was a lot of the times DD and and that kind of thing. So I did see parties, and there were the freshmen there getting plastered, trying to impress the the seniors or whatever. But mm -hmm. <laughs> uh we i just kind of said that the girls were nice to look at one chick that i was always infatuated with when i was younger i think it's largely because of her voice and her naughty girl next door look is uh excuse me is joey lauren adams who played pink's girl simone mm -hmm. you know which one i'm talking about yeah, some I people might consider her voice annoying but i think it would be a good moaning voice <laughs> I know that's weird, but <laughs> she didn't really have enough screen time, but her role didn't call for it. So I understood that, but she was definitely eye candy to me. Cause I remember being infatuated with her when I was younger. Yeah. Somehow I knew that's who you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you know me, man. <laughs> and then I already said Mike Newhouse was the most annoying. So I don't need to, uh, to bring that back up. What do you do with your hands? What, what was that? Yeah, what are you doing with your hands? Just sitting here cross my hands. Oh, it sounds like you're going like this. Like, No, I'm not making any noise. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. If you uh, want to know what the fuck's going on in, uh, right now, you have to be uh, following us on Instagram and get us to 100 followers because we're still just doing it by audio, guys. Um, <laughs> but back to the review. Another thing that I... Uh, don't really need to bring up, but I'm going to. Is there a better movie with a better, or sorry, is there a movie with a better soundtrack? That's a really hard question. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I, could, I can't. Uh, a Night at the Roxbury could be a close second just because I love that, like, I don't know. That's my kind of movie, but. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check out the soundtrack to that. I mean, I know it's got, what is love? Yeah. Baby, don't, I know that song, but. I got to see what else is on there now. Yeah. But this one is definitely, definitely fucking amazing soundtrack. So. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, I feel like there's movies movies we've actually reviewed that have pretty good soundtracks. We never talk about the soundtracks, really, unless it's, there's, it's a fucking movie where they sing. But. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've brought up things here and there, but I don't think any of them that we've done has had this good of a soundtrack like every song on this soundtrack which is a trope by the way um is pretty fucking pretty good pretty iconic i guess i, I don't want to throw around the word iconic so much but they're well-known songs for sure oh shit i mean alice cooper's school's out like when they're literally like throwing paper in the school hallways and everybody's leaving school that i mean that makes that scene like if yeah. you just show that if you if you mute it while they're all like leaving school, you're just like, why are these little assholes throwing papers in the air? You know? <laughs> but speaking of that, did you like what school has a fucking slide from the second story to the first to the floor? Because that was sweet. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. There's a the scene with a slide in the school. The okay, so like when they're all leaving the school. There's a part where the kid the kid slides down the slide, gets up and gets and his friends holding his bike for him. You'll have to watch it back, but it's literally like there's a it's it's obviously 
supposed to be something else, but they use it for a slide for the movie. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna have to. I mean, I completely missed that part, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know what what school has. I guess again, seventies maybe back then, but the kid, the fucking kids running the asylum. I mean, <laughs> yeah, true. Well, the part, where, the part where they pull up and they to the middle school and he's over the loudspeaker talking, yep. and the teacher's just smiling. <laughs> that shit's hilarious. That that shit definitely wouldn't happen in today's schools. Mm-mm. They have the cops there. <laughs> you have a favorite scene? Anything stick out? Uh, my favorite scene. Ooh. Probably when they're uh, throwing trash cans at the mailboxes and then he throws <laughs> the ball. He throws the bowling ball. Like, and they're like, oh shit. And then, yeah. <laughs> like, you're crazy, new rook, or whatever they're calling him. <laughs> I was like, oh. that or when they're cl- climbing the tower and they're telling him about uh, a freshman that had one beer and he's like, how many <laughs> you had? And he's like, you like them terrorizing oh. Mitch, don't you? <laughs> Well, I just think it's it's like, I don't know, like, they're hilarious. Like, he's like, how many beers have you had? And he's like, four. He goes, you're a dead man. <laughs> and, like, it's just funny because, like, they're using the ladder and then the other, then, like, Slater and uh, I forget what his name is, like, are climbing outside of the, the ladder to get up to the top. Like, yeah. like somehow they're just fucking <laughs> acrobat potheads. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Ask Jordan. Does, does, does it give Jordan powers? no it gets him closer to his pillow (laughs) speaking of him he he should have watched this with you and been a part of this Mm because he would have a different take i bet yeah he had to work tonight though jordan and work what no okay (laughs) well he works at a drive-thru selling beer to underage kids (laughs) (laughs) just kidding he isn't doing that but he does work in a drive-thru though yeah (laughs) all right well enough about jordan um my favorite scene okay follow me here take you on a ride (laughs) scene where dawson is dropped off outside of the emporium where wooderson pink and mitch are all standing and this is when wooderson gives the iconic line that's what i love about these high school girls man i get older they stay the same age um (laughs) The scene just shows off how cool of a guy Wooderson was supposed to be, even if he is supposed to be an older man hanging out with high schoolers. But <laughs> you just you just see it and you're like, man, that's a cool motherfucker right there. Yeah. <laughs> so that just that whole that whole scene with that line included and everything, I think is my favorite scene. I like I like the part where the keg shows up early and and he's like he's like you weren't plan- planning on having a party here tonight were you son he's like no and he goes unpack your bags honey we're not going anywhere yeah. just like ooh <laughs> he didn't handle that very well the the kid <laughs> there was other things he could have done but <laughs> what what just bothers me is like why would they even have a house party if they got a place like the moon tower that place was sweet right. <laughs> Because they didn't seem like they were getting bothered. <laughs> I, I guess I grew up different. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is normally the part where I would uh, 
ask you if you want me to give some of the continuity errors, but I've come to the decision that I'm going to stop doing the continuity errors unless, or and other errors, unless they are like absolutely egregious. If the listeners want to point out some errors that we, uh, that they saw on our Instagram posts, that'd be pretty cool. Get some interaction going there, but I'm going to leave out the continuity errors unless they're just ridiculous. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. The scene where they're talking about George Washington being a pothead and stuff. Yeah. In the background, there's a guy that is that falls down. They uh they're like, I don't know, like you can see like it's blurry, like the guy is like falling down on the car. Like he's art like literally goes from standing to falling. Yes. And then like they do something else and they go back to them talking about George Washington and it's clear and the guy's falling to the ground again. Yes. Would you call that a continuity error? It's 100% a continuity error. Unless, unless we're to assume that he was so drunk that he got up and fell back down again. But that's, that's 100% I mean. a continuity error. Yeah. Okay. So is the shift from light and dark that happens constantly in the movie. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that you pointed that one out. <laughs> yeah, because it bothered me. <laughs> okay. It did me too, but I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, it, okay. Good. What, the real problem with it is that it kind of, because it was no so noticeable that it took me out of that scene, which is unfortunate, but well, that's my least favorite scene in the movie. That's your least favorite scene in the movie. Oh. Is this when they're sitting there, like all just like laying down, like talking about George Washington and stuff? And it was just like, like you could have did without that whole fucking scene. Oh, well. like there's nothing in the, that scene that like. It was just to further them as potheads, basically, and he, how he's talking about the conspiracy, and he's like. And it's green, man. <laughs> True. So that's all that was. But yeah, I, I saw it and it took me out of the scene definitely. So yeah, I even looked at Brittany and like, this is my least favorite, favorite part of this movie right here. <laughs> and she Did was she watch this one with you? No, she oh. she sat there, but she wasn't watching because I'm like, Did you see that? And she'd be like, What? I'm like, she's playing her game on her phone. I'm gonna say on her phone, huh? Yeah, technology. <laughs> I'd say I'd turn the Wi-Fi off, but then I couldn't watch the movies. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, hmm, you, I should have said this already, but you started out giving me the vibe that you even said it's an all right movie. But you had nothing but positive things besides that just now. Is there other <laughs> negative things that you have a takeaway from this or did it just, it just wasn't a wow? It, I mean, it, like it's it's a good movie. Like I, I just I can't hate on it. It's I don't know. It's just such an iconic movie that it's hard to hate on it. But the fact that they're like embracing bullyism and shit like that, like it just doesn't appeal to me. Like I got you. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you on that. That is the basic premise of the movie too. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it's you know like inducting the freshmen into high school and stuff. But like. I don't know. My high school, we didn't do that. We had just senior pranks that we did on the, on the faculty. So, yep. Much yep. <clears throat> more reasonable. <laughs> we grew up in Ohio, though. Yeah. That was Texas. So I think things are different in Texas. Yeah, they'd be they'd be each other all the time, probably. <laughs> but that's that's coming from a state that's had guns since before guns were even cool. <laughs> what do guns have to do with it? I don't know. Just you know. <laughs> oh, geez. There's not that many good things in Texas. Just whoa, kidding. whoa. All right. That's that's a false <laughs> statement. I know, just kidding. 
I right. like the Houston Texans. Say what? I said I like the Houston Texans. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm kidding. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's all I've got. I, I asked my my one question I had for you, basically. Is there anything else opinion-wise you want to touch on? Not that I can think of off the top of my head, but I know once we start getting the tropes, some other shit's going to come back. Always do. All right. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. Trope, there it is. The 70s. That's the name. If the story is said to take place in the 70s or assumed to be due to the setting, holler. Trope, there it is. It's always a delay sometimes with you. But yes, trope, there it is. Days and Confused takes place on two days in 1976. So there you go. The 70s. Nothing but hits. We mentioned this in the review. When a movie or television show takes place in a specific time period, the best way to depict that time period without visuals is to use the music from that said time period. Mm-hmm. Normally, bangers, <clears throat> how we would refer to them, hits are chosen. Dazed and Confused has quite possibly the best soundtrack for a 70s movie, if not the best soundtrack, period. Mm-hmm. We both already kind of said that. Random events plot. In some stories, you have no way of knowing what's going to happen, largely because it comes out of nowhere. And the next plot event also comes out of nowhere, and so on and so on, without being set up or having any sort of logical lead up from the previous events. The characters primarily exist to react to whatever the writer throws their way. When this happens, it's a random events plot. In Days and Confused, there really isn't a plot per se. School happens, school lets out, Hazing, partying, more hazing, more partying. Mm-hmm. So that's random events plot. Not, it's not a bad thing. It's just, it's a different, different way of doing it. <laughs> Another thing we kind of already said, you, you pointed it out and I said, yep, indeed it is. Adults are useless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In some stories that revolve around teenagers, preteens, or younger children, adults can't do anything right or may not even appear in the said story. When this occurs, you can bet your ass there is a reason for it, making it a trope that all the kids love. Well, sometimes. In Days and Confused, the kids probably didn't like this trope because all the adults except Carl's mom are cool with the seniors hazing the incoming freshmen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Including the teacher, obviously. (laughs) Excuse me. And staying on freshmen. Freshman fears, name of the trope. If a movie's setting is a high school or sometimes a college and the story revolves around its students, there will almost always be an underclassman or two that are afraid of something and or about their new school. So they're afraid they're afraid of going to a new school, basically. Um, it comes in various forms from being afraid of the new, um, being afraid of the new to being bullied and everything in between. The film begins with the senior football players brutally hazing all of the freshmen on the last day of school. The rest of the film involves Pink, the protagonist, mentoring a freshman, Mitch, who survived the hazing. So, freshman fears. And staying in school, we've got held back in school, which is exactly how it sounds. The story taking place involves a character who, for whatever reason, gets held back a grade while their peers move on. 
Dickhead Fred O'Banion fits this trope for this one. Allegedly, he purposely flunked his senior year just so he could haze the freshman another year. <laughs> I dare say that he flunked because he's a fucking idiot. But <laughs> <laughs> All right. This next one, it's a little sensitive to some. Uh, if I pronounce it right. A fibufile. Yeah. A fibufile. A fibufile. Okay. A fibufile. <laughs> and a fibufile is a person sexually attracted to late adolescent minors, not to be confused with a pedophile who's attracted to prepubescent minors or a hebophile who is attracted to early adolescent minors. So there's a lot of mentioning of minors in there. <laughs> um, but I think you can guess who hits this trope on the head. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. A Phoebophile. So. Wooderson. Say what? Wooderson. Yes. Cue the billboard shot. Pool scene, you say? Like with floats and shit, right? Nah, it's a pool hall. <laughs> What's the best way to establish setting of the setting of a pool hall? An overhead or up close, slightly angled shot of a pool table and the balls being struck, of course. One of the scenes at the youth club in Days and Confused starts with an overhead shot of a rack being broken. Boom, trope, there it is. So that's cue the billiard shot. Spiking the camera. A specific form of breaking the fourth wall. You know what that is, correct? Yeah, where you turn and look at the camera. Yeah, basically. Um, so a specific form of breaking the fourth wall accomplished merely by looking directly at the camera, usually done by accident by amateur actors who happen to notice a camera is pointed at them. The trouble here is that the editor didn't catch it, allowing the character to make eye contact with the audience. In Days and Confused, it happens a few times due to the use of some very fresh actors and random local for extras. Mm -hmm. So that's called spiking the camera. Hmm. And then coming in last... What happened to the mouse? We've had this several times. In Days and Confused, it could be argued that there are many mice, probably due to the random events plot, but the biggest is the coach's waiver and the fallout between Pink and Benny over Pink's reluctance to just sign it. The scene happens, but nothing ever comes of it. So what happened to the mouse? <laughs> and that is all I've got for Days and Confused tropes. Nice. Listeners, if you're listening, if there's any tropes that you want to point out, go ahead and uh, let us know on our Instagram, Two Bros and Review. But um, before we get to all those plugs, let's not forget this time. It's time to give it the brother's best breast rating. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll go first. Okay. It's got, the, it's got the looks, it's got the music. Doesn't have a really have a story. Random events plot. <laughs> so I'm going to give it a three and a half. Okay, we are in agreement then, because that's what I was going to give it. Mm -hmm. I was hoping that you would give it at least a three or above, because I think it's it's deserving of a, a fairly good rating. But at the same time, I I can't give it a perfect either. So yeah. three and a half and a three and a half makes that. A nice, um, nice seven. Yeah, not bad. Not, not bad. Um, what do you think? What, what do you think if uh, Vince Vaughn would have played in the movie? 
Because <laughs> he, he uh, like I said before, he auditioned to play Benny, the red-haired, curly guy. Oh, that was ben, oh Vince Vaughn was going to play him. Yeah, he he auditioned to play him, but too similar to Ben Affleck, according to the director. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't think I would have. My my opinion wouldn't have changed. Really? Okay. I don't know if mine would either. I mean, I think I think he would definitely have knocked it out of the park. But yeah. All right. So she comes in at seven. Good good sperm. Solid pair of two brothers in review breasts. That's right. <laughs> well, I don't know if I've told you all of the picks or not. So no. are you ready to hear what we're going to do next? Yeah. Let me ask you this. Do you want to stay in the comedy or do you want to switch it up and get a little more serious, dramatic stuff? Because I've got one more comedy and two dramas. Well, let's mix it back and forth. Mix it back and forth? Yeah, let's do comedy, drama, comedy, drama, or comedy, drama, drama, comedy. Okay, we'll, we'll do comedy, drama, comedy, drama. That's fine. Um, so, I'm going to go with We Are Marshall. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Haven't seen it. You haven't? Okay. It's a it's a football movie. Oh, I think I have seen that. Yeah. Okay. About the uh, college, I believe it's a college marshal. So it's another it's another good Matthew McConaughey performance. So sounds good to me. Do you wanna? Well, I mean that's all I got. Uh, what about you? Well, yeah, but we're skipping the important stuff like plug and Instagram. Oh yeah, no, I was just making okay. sure you didn't have anything else to add before I, you know, put the put the plug in the outlet for everybody. <laughs> see, weekly movie news, facts, opinions, tropes, rating, and what we're doing next week. I think that covers it. Mm -hmm. If you guys are uh, still confused about what we're doing next week, you could uh, always check our Instagram, Two Bros in a Review. It's a uh, we know we're on our road to 100 right now. You know, we're going to set a milestone uh, every time we reach that that milestone. So right now it's 100 followers. So if you haven't already, get on to Instagram, two bros in a review, and give us a follow. Check out some of the cover artwork that uh, Nathan's been putting together and we're posting on there for you. We've got uh, quite a good, good amount of feedback. And, you know, people are commenting a lot more now. And I've been noticing a lot of my friends sharing those posts. So that's cool. Oh, yeah. So thank, thank you, all you uh, friends that are sharing and following. And thank you to our new followers, because we are at 85. So we need 15 followers, and we're going to start doing live reaction videos. We are, along with that, uh, that first one, where we'll have these hot sauces of different levels, all the way up to 2 million Scoville. Um, We'll be dipping some chicken or something in it and eating it while doing the review. These reviews sometimes are already hard enough for us to get through, mainly me because I, I stumble over words and slaughter names. But uh, be definitely <laughs> interesting once we get some hot sauce on our tongues trying to do this. It's going to be, as Jim Carrey from The Mask would say, spussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you better. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that is a throwback to another review that we we've done. And uh, if you're listening to us every Saturday at noon, you'll know <laughs> that that was a throwback. You can listen to us if you don't know on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all those different audio platforms, and several others. If there is a specific audio platform that you prefer us to be on, but we're not, slide into our DMs over there at Two Bros and Review. Let us know what that audio platform is, and we will hook you up because that's what we do. Speaking of audio platforms, nice little segue into it for everybody. Segway. <laughs> now, if you have the uh, Apple device, which most people do, either if you have an iPhone and iPad or MacBook or whatever, any Apple device, you can get on the iTunes podcast, Apple podcast. It's the purple icon with the antenna. <laughs> and just give us a search, two brothers in a review. Uh, it's a really cool picture of Nathan and I. We should change it up, which is pretty cool on there. They actually, the cover art that we post on Instagram for each episode is on there. So you can see that as well. So, you know, give us a five-star rating. Tell us, you know, that you loved us, you hate us. Uh, tell us your favorite scene from Days and Confused. If this is your first time listening, you know, uh, it just helps us, you know, see how we're doing and uh, keep going and motivates us. So five stars, it's free to do. It don't cost you anything. So please do us that favor and be a, be a lamb <laughs> that's it follow listen and uh write a review all free things that you can do i did uh well not i but you did last week say that you're going to start asking questions each um podcast at the end for people who listen all the way through they can either answer it on that review or the instagram did you have a question in mind this time i did not uh you mean as far as see it like I'm kind of scatterbrained. I guess I've uh, watched too much Days of Confused. <laughs> uh, what was the questions? I can't remember what they were actually going to be about. I think just about the, the specific review, the movie. Um, I think you, you asked something along the lines of what their favorite line was um, on Old School, I believe. Mm. So we can do the, the same kind of thing if you wanted to again or we can scrap that all together i didn't mean to put you on the spot it just i just remembered that you said it at the end of the last review so i wanted to, to bring it up oh no definitely i mean let us know your favorite uh your favorite your favorite matthew mcconaughey line from this movie favorite matthew mcconaughey line okay try to not pick one of the three that i picked no i'm just kidding just give us your favorite <laughs> i like it all right. Um, and then that leads us into, oh, also real quick. I like how you do the Segway thing because I'm, I'm a big Sega guy and, and I think you are too. So I think uh, you need to continue doing that. I think that's the second or third time you did it, but please keep doing that. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Segway. There you go. I love it. Uh, another thing, all those lines though, also a segue to the next thing. Mm -hmm. is trg network those random guys are our brothers down there in florida i don't know if you've noticed but they recently as in like within the last month since we were down there in florida actually i believe they have a little little jingle that they do at the very end of their review <laughs> those random guys or something like that yeah i think that me and you should try to do something like that it's a little silly 
and and something at some point in time. Not right now. I, I don't want to. I don't want to do it right now. I want to like actually put some thought into it. But just think on that and see if you if you'd be willing to, to just you know because we love musicals so much. I mean, yes. it's got to be a thing. But back yeah. to what I was originally saying. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say what we should do is we should have them make us one. <laughs> <laughs> two bro or two bros interview. Those random guys we're all one and the same. You know. We love them. They okay. love us. <laughs> well, well, back to their little plug ski. Those random guys, TRG Network. If you want to know what I'm talking about as far as their little jingle goes, make sure you listen and, and watch. Um, every week on Tuesday, they drop it on audio platforms as well. But I prefer to listen, watch it on iTunes. Or sorry. Wow. I <laughs> prefer to watch it on YouTube. You can. I'm pretty sure you can hear it on iTunes. Though. Um, so go check them out. Those random guys, TRG Network. Um, they had another one of their friends on as a guest this this past mm -hmm. tuesday so that was good um i was on there previously um they're they're doing different things one oh. thing they went out this is a couple weeks ago but they went out on spring break and with a six foot pole interviewed <laughs> people at a six foot distance because of covid uh spring breakers i think i i mentioned it when it happened but i wanted to mention yeah. it because i thought it was hilarious i hope they do yeah. more of those yeah do more guys we love it <laughs> but they, they've got a lot of good shit over there so please support them those random guys trg network Heck yeah and i'm gonna get on instagram after you follow us two bros and two bros and review on instagram follow my instagram the underscore red rum underscore crew it's the red rum crew um i mean we're we've got a lot of stuff planned this summer uh, a lot of cookouts coming up so if you want to eat for free and see some good skateboarding or join the skateboarding or whatever you want to do, bring your guitar and hang out or film, whatever, uh, you know, those events are coming up. So give us a follow and you'll know about all the events we have coming up. Hell yeah, I like it. Um, back to YouTube. Just make sure you're going over and checking my channel out. It's High Society Productions. I plug it every week. I'm putting in work every day for this 365 day content challenge. Um, I don't know if I mentioned on the last podcast or not. I have a bad migraine. I've had it since Wednesday. I've actually went to the hospital twice due to that. Today is my first day um, with actually some relief. It's not pounding. The only reason I'm saying that is because I've been doing a lot of streaming rather than my normal content. But I'll get back to the content. Um, but there's also, there's always going to be streaming as well, gaming and whatnot. So please go check out High Society. Please support me. Give me a, a subscribe and a like. Let your friends know. So there you go. Heck yeah. Well, I mean, that's all that I got. I, I can't think of any other plugs that we normally give. Um, I think that's a wrap. Uh, you got anything else? I'm good to go, brother. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> nice setup. Nice setup. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm Kyle Webb. I'm his brother, Nathan Webb. And you just listened to this groovy review of Days of Confused. On Two Brothers and a Review.